Welcome to the I Crush Barbecue Show. I'm your host, Abe Delgado. Barbecue is booming in California right now. I'm lucky to have moved here to witness this exciting era. The underground scene is part of the DNA here. You can find all types of foods, fruits and desserts, even drinks in underground settings. This has definitely contributed to the barbecue explosion that we're seeing here in SoCal. Over the next few weeks, I'll be introducing you to some really cool pop-ups that you might not have heard of yet, but you will. Some of these folks are catering and cooking in their backyards, and others are doing pop-ups at breweries, farmers markets, and other cool establishments. For those folks that say there's no good barbecue in California, you need to tune in. Check some of these folks out. In this episode, I sit down with one of those backyard barbecue pop-ups, Mr. Grant Mason of Foundry Barbecue in Orange County. Grant is a family man that is born and raised in Huntington Beach. He got hooked on barbecue while he was in college in Utah. And after moving back to California and missing his go-to spot, he decided to start cooking his own barbecue. Now, a few years later, he's taking his hobby to a new level. Earlier this year, he spent time with barbecue journeyman and pitmaster at many top barbecue joints, Mr. Dylan Taylor. Oh, and by the way, Dylan's opening his own place this fall, 2019. You got to check him out. That's going to be a good one. So this experience for Grant uh, really gave him the confidence to continue his trek towards opening a joint of his own. Oh, and by the way, he's cooking on a sweet fat stack smoker. Grant and Kara have two young children, and Kara pitches in when she can, but she's really known for cooking some incredible cookies at their pop-ups. I hear you must arrive early in order to get some. I can't wait to get my hands on a few myself. I hope you enjoy this show. This is Foundry Barbecue. All right, I'm sitting here with Foundry Barbecue. Mr. Grant Mason, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you, Abe. Really appreciate it and uh, taking the time to, to meet me out here. Yeah, man. I'm glad we finally we finally got to sit down and chat. Yeah, for sure. So, talk to us a little bit about Foundry Barbecue. First of all, let's talk about you. Where are you from? Are you from California? Are you from this area? Yeah. Born and raised, uh, born and raised Huntington Beach. Okay. Yeah, born and raised in the in the local area. Um, I moved to Utah. I went to college up there. Okay. Uh, over in Brigham Young University, BYU. Okay. And that's where I really started to kind of gain a passion and love for barbecue out there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice, man. What what kind of barbecue were they cooking out there? So we have this one guy, uh, his name's Cameron Terrell, and he started Bam Bam's Barbecue. Oh, yeah? And uh, he originally worked at Love Barbecue in Austin, Texas. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he got to train under John Lewis for a couple months. And then he brought it back to Utah, and it just kind of took off from there. Oh, sweet. So Texas barbecue is, is kind of what, what he does over there? Yeah, yeah. So he did Texas barbecue. is really close to the campus, so any chance I could get, I was going over and grabbing a half pound for lunch of, like, the brisket, you know, pulled pork, or even the, the ribs. So that's kind of what sparked your interest in, in barbecue altogether? Oh, for sure. 100%. Cool. Cool. And so you came back to, to California after college? Yeah. So my wife and I, I got married my junior year of college. Okay. And then my, my wife and I, we moved back to Huntington Beach uh, to the area. And, you know, 
one day I just had this like where's my Bam Bams at like where's my barbecue <laughs> and we started looking around for some good cue and there's just nothing out here just yeah absolutely nothing and so my wife and I kind of sat down and talked about it and said you know what if no one's making it then why don't we try mm-hmm. let's you know give it a shot so I, uh, I started looking up online like ways on how to do it and I got my brothers to pitch in on some cheap $100 Home Depot electric smoker, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and we, we thought we were just the hottest, hottest guys on the block. And, uh, you know, we just kind of took it from there. We moved from an electric smoker and then I got a, a, a Traeger pellet grill and I was like, oh, now I'm cooking with the real stuff. I'm using all the good stuff, you know, I'm, this is authentic barbecue. And then I started to do a little bit more research and I re- realized no i am not (laughs) i am not at all yeah so then we kind of moved up from there i started looking into it and looked into you know what what really is authentic barbecue and what really makes good Q. Mm -hmm. and then i learned about offset smoking and the whole you know the whole process of it you know sourcing your meat you know how to do it and that's when i started kind of looking into social media to see if anyone else in the area is doing it and lo and behold i discovered you know one of the ogs you know burt bachman mm-hmm. and so i just started blowing him up on social media asking him questions every day yeah every day you know what should i do for this oh the bottom of my barbecue is just getting utterly just crispified like what am i doing wrong and, you know he's hitting me back like well one you're smoking on a traeger the heat's all coming from the bottom, you know. Mm-hmm. This is what you can do to troubleshoot that. But, you know, I, I really just started to look into what he was doing, and I saw that he had an offset. Mm-hmm. So I'm zooming in on his Instagram photos, trying to find out who makes it, see it's a fat stack. And then I'm like, all right, well, who's fat stack smokers? Then I find out who Eric is. And then it just kind of took off from there. Yeah. So what year was this? This was back in, like, late 2017. 2017? Yeah, late 2017 is when I started to kind of get an idea for it um, and really start to develop a a huge passion for it, kind of Mm -hmm. like, you know, no one else in, you know, my area of Orange County is making this stuff. Like, the guys who are doing it is really, like, Los Angeles, um, based on what I could find on social media. Mm-hmm. So then I started kind of deep dive, dig deeper and deeper into it, mm-hmm. um, you know, throughout the year 2018. And as I'm kind of trying to ramp up, like, is this something I could do? And then I find out, you know, Danny from Heritage, The Offset, Hobbs, all these guys down in the area as well, which I was like, great, there's like a market down here. This is something that's plausible. Yeah. And so whenever you were cooking on your Traeger and you're kind of transitioning, what were you cooking mainly? I was, you know, I was just going on to um, like websites anywhere I could find and just looking to like try and source the best product. I was mm-hmm. looking for, um, you know, 44 farms, but then they weren't selling it online. And then I was trying to find, uh, I was trying to get myself a, uh, a membership to a restaurant depot, you know, cause I was trying to, you know, get them for a little bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Went to my local butcher down the block as well. So I was just really trying to focus on brisket. I, mm-hmm. I dabbled with ribs and pulled pork, but to me, like, there's nothing more satisfying than trying to cook a brisket. Because based on everything that I'd seen and everything I'd tasted, just for me, it's 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 the stuff. So brisket is king for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hence the shirt. <laughs> Hence the shirt. Exactly. <laughs> brisket on his shirt. Um, so those are your shirts? Yeah. Uh, oh. My... Uh, yeah, we, we make a couple that I've given to some of the local guys mm-hmm. um, that I really looked up to and kind of used it as a way for, 
to kind of say like, hey, if you're willing to let me shadow you for a night, I'll give you one of these cool little t-shirts that I made. Um, my, clo my cousin had a, a clothing company and I thought it'd be kind of cool to do some shirts while he had like a wholesale license and where I could get it for a really good price. And he's like, oh, I'm actually selling it within a week. So I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta get this done like now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I was only to make a really limited run uh, of the ones that we have, but they, they seem pretty cool. I really like them. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So you start cooking brisket, you start researching this offset smoker, you contact Eric. Walk us through that whole, uh, that whole process of getting your pit. Yeah, for sure. Um, before I even got to Eric, while well, I was trying to you know, save up and trying to be as you know, frugal about it as possible, I actually bought a, a Yoder smoker, a really, really tiny Yoder mm -hmm. um, you know, that could fit two briskets max. I'm pretty sure it was like the smallest size they had. Yeah. And so we kind of start off with that and we said, all right, we'll start kind of slow. We'll, we'll kind of see where we go. And so we did kind of like our first little pop-up summer of 2018. Uh, I think it was in July. And I made, you know, I crammed this sucker to the max. We did briskets, um, like in a beef, in one rack of beef ribs, I think, and that was it. Okay. And then we invited kind of friends and family over to check it out, you know, see if we were onto something, how was it looking? and. It, we sold out like instantly. I mean, we didn't have much to sell, but what we did have, people appreciated, they liked it. I asked for as critical feedback as they could give me while still being constructive. Mm -hmm. um, and everyone liked it. And so we, you know, my wife and I thought about it and we said, you know what, maybe, you know, we can do something with this, you know, maybe we can scale up and if we play it right, you know, we can start to kind of build something for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of been the ultimate goal since the beginning. Is that what was in the back of your mind? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we, we always wanted to do pop-ups. We weren't sure exactly how to go about it. Mm -hmm. I really looked to, you know, Bert and Andrew and, um, and Danny from Heritage, all these, you know, kind of guys and kind of, what are they doing? Yeah. How are they doing it? You know, what's it going to take for me to get there? And we've been kind of very methodical about, you know, when we want to, you know, take it to each step. You know, when are we actually going to start going to breweries? Because mm -hmm. as of right now, you know, we only keep it in the backyard. We keep it pretty underground mm -hmm. um, until we're kind of, we feel like we're 100% ready to take that jump. Yeah. Which is really cool. I mean, these guys are are helping lay the foundation for, for California barbecue. You know, in the Bay Area, you have Horn as well. But Bert always talks about Ragtop Fern. And, you yep. know, he saw him doing it on his on his front porch, which he still does. And, uh, and of course, Andrew and Michelle at Moose. And, and Danny, you know, has kind of emerged as a, as a big player in the game as well. There's so many coming up. So it's... For me, it's so fun and interesting to see everyone and, and now learning everybody's stories is, is really cool. All right, so you saved up. You, uh, you find, you, now let's get back to the, to the Eric Wesh meeting. And, and um, did you have something in mind as far as uh, um, building your pit or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, I started to really do some research about it and kind of figure out, well, what's a size that we could manage? You know, my wife and I, we live in Aliso Viejo, which is a little bit further into South County, mm -hmm. uh, kind of close to San Clemente. Uh, and, you know, we just have a little townhome. We don't even have a backyard or mm -hmm. even like a, a big enough garage where we weren't sure if we could even store a 500 gallon. Mm -hmm. You know, so we were maybe thinking, do we go with the something smaller? What do we do? And then luckily, 
uh, my dad has a big enough backyard that he told me, he said, hey, stash it here, you know, keep it here. You can do your cooks here. He was, you know, very supportive um, trying to help us with that. And so we were like, all right, if we can fit a 500, like, let's just go for a 500. Yeah. And so we grabbed that because we figured better to get it now and just keep it as we scale than have to, you know, get the 250, sell that, move up, you know, do we have the capacity or size or the storage for it? Yeah, that's pretty smart, especially with uh, the backlog that Eric has now, too, yeah. you know. So it was smart to do that at, yeah. at the time, for sure. Talk to us a little bit about your background. Do you, did you have a culinary background? or you know, guys? You know, interestingly enough, I have zero culinary background. I started to cook because I wanted to impress my girlfriend, who is now my wife at the time. <laughs> so she's Italian. Um, if you see her on Instagram, everyone thinks she's German or Swiss, but she's, swear on my life, 50% Sicilian. It's crazy. But she's got bright blonde hair, fair skin, um, but she's Italian. And so I really wanted to impress this girl. So I started, you know, watching the cooking channel day in, day out, you know, going to Pizzeria Moza down in Los Angeles, trying food and really gained a passion uh, along the way. Um, and then from there, I really liked uh, barbecue because I feel like barbecue is something that's really tied to what I would consider like Americana food. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I think it's something that has roots tied to this country and, and others, of course, around the world. But something that I find definitive is, you know, like brisket is as Texan as it gets. Mm -hmm. And I, that really inspired me. I really thought that was something kind of cool. Yeah. And I thought, you know, this is something that needs to be shared with the rest of the country. Yeah. And done in the, in the right way. Man, that's, you know, that's the thought process, I think, behind anybody that spends so much time cooking something, you know? Like, you spend 14, 15, 16 hours cooking something, you want to share it with the world. And yeah. I'm glad you guys do because, you know, I really don't have the patience for that, to be honest. But I'm a huge barbecue fan and, and love to eat it. So um, I'm glad you're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I feel like another thing that we try to do, at least with our friends and families, we... I don't want to say, use the word like educate them, but like barbecue is not something that is just you throw it on the like on the smoker and just walk away. Like there is a methodical science behind this to really make what you know a lot of people consider craft barbecue. That's what it is. You're not just grabbing an expensive piece of meat, throwing it on the grill for five minutes on each side and call it done. Mm -hmm. you, you're taking the time to trim these things, and if you really want to use like and you you can spend up to 20 minutes trimming one of these suckers mm -hmm. and then you know 20 30 minutes making sure that you're cradling this thing for hours on end you know either throughout your entire day mm -hmm. or throughout the entire night and yeah. you put so much love heart and energy into this thing that you really want people to know like what went into this process and what makes this so freaking good yeah and and what uh, what temperatures are you cooking at on your pit you know i I've been toying around a lot with that. Uh -huh. You know, I, I feel like we're still pretty young. Uh, you know, into this, into the barbecue, into the barbecue game, game, and we're uh, we're really trying to figure out that process. So there have been times when I'll cook all the way just across the board at 250. Mm -hmm. I'll I've done it at 275, um, and you know, I, I actually had the opportunity. Well, 
to, to kind of backtrack a little bit, I wasn't sure. I kind of felt like I was flying blind stick. I didn't yeah. really have a roadmap. Like, am I doing this right? Like, am I cooking it at the right temps? So I actually took the opportunity to reach out to a guy in Austin named Dylan Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, I hit him up and I said, hey, I hear you do classes. You know, would you be willing to work with me or what's your schedule like? And, you know, we just found the perfect time slot fit for me, fit for him. And I kind of went out there and he walked me through his whole process. I mean, he's worked at like five or a couple of the top <laughs> 10 spots. I'm like, this guy, you know, oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a master on the on the, on the the smoker. So I, I that really kind of gave me a little bit of a confidence boost in what I was doing. And he kind of walked me through how he starts at a lower 10 and then kind of gradually builds up. You know, I, I'm, I'm not one to shy away from also saying uh, Aaron Franklin just dropped the master class uh you know thing and i my wife got it for me as an early father's day gift nice. so i've been kind of going through that as well checking out his process and from there kind of just dabbling around with it so mm-hmm. what i've kind of works for me is starting out a little bit lower and then gradually increasing you know after a couple hours we'll move it up to you know anywhere from 10 to 20 degrees and then by the time we get to um, what's commonly referred to as the stall, when the brisket really starts to push out that moisture and shrink, mm-hmm. it can really kind of cool off the surface um, and cool. It, it can essentially stop the cooking. And so what a lot of these top dogs are saying is that's when you actually want to crank it up a little bit to carry that momentum or you're going to hit a stall and you're going to get stuck for hours. Gotcha. You know, so to, to really kind of keep pushing through and keep, the, you know, your your fat rendering and you know keeping breaking down that fat and the collagen you really want to kind of keep pushing move it a little bit past 275 um, and that can help you be a little bit more efficient so we've been kind of toying around with that and experimenting on our pit yeah kind of like does this work for us does this yield the best result so we're still kind of in this controlled experiment stage where we're taking down notes tasting the cue, asking, you know, our customers, like, how did it taste this time? I know you were here like a month ago, but was it better? Was mm-hmm. it worse? Why? Yeah. You know, we're, we're really trying to reach out to people and make sure that we're trying to put out the best that we can. Yeah. And that's going to be an ongoing thing, right? Everybody always tweaks it. You yeah. know, people always want to get better. So. Exactly. Um, talk to us a little bit about that experience with uh, with Dylan. That was that, I bet that was pretty cool. Oh, dude, it was a blast. Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, where was that? Was it in Austin? Yeah, it was in Austin. Okay. Yeah. So uh, before he and his, his buddies moved out, um, you know, I, they're, they're starting Goldie's Barbecue now. Yeah. Shout out to Goldie's Barbecue, For man. Sure, man. I can't wait to get out there. Dude, I'm so stoked. That is like just like just an all-star team the young guys man yeah and i mean they've all worked for some of like the best guys like top dogs i feel like we're really getting to see like just like the globe trotters yeah the the young you know it's great yeah you Um, couldn't have picked a better person to go and yeah and uh, mentor yeah. with yeah yeah so and Pretty i mean cool. it wasn't only with dylan because he was rooming with a bunch of these guys so yeah. a, a majority of the time i spent with dylan you know we hit it off you know senses of humor similar you know it was just a blast i mean more than anything i just felt like i was hanging out with him mm-hmm. it wasn't even like a lesson really he was just kind of saying yeah, yeah this is what i do and we were pretty methodical about it but at the same time while we were watching temps we were just like just shooting shit just having a blast yeah um and then i got to meet lane and some of the other guys and that was great ask them you know what's it like working for aaron what's it like working for Mickleway? you know and, and kind of get their take so it was it was great it was a really great opportunity for me just to kind of absorb that austin culture you know how they kind of run their process mm-hmm. and, and really get a vibe for it yeah 
that's really cool. You know, a lot of the a lot of these guys have mentors in Texas. I know Bert's really uh, you know really tight with uh, with Truth Barbecue and Leonard over there. For you sure, know, for and, sure. And uh, I know I know Danny went to work with uh, with my buddy Brett yep. Brett Bourne and Brett's backyard barbecue. So it's really cool that you have that connection with Dylan, and oh, yeah, I'm sure, sure you probably still hit him up and. Uh, yeah, on the weekly. Yeah, yeah, on the That's weekly. Awesome. And so right now you guys are still just underground. You are you doing regular pop ups? Are you? We really just keep it in the backyard. Uh-huh. We call it just like a backyard pop up, friends and family. But everyone's a friend, uh-huh. you know. So you know, more than happy to have anyone you know come by. But yeah, we're we're really just trying to get a feel for um, you know the process before we really jump into going a hundred percent you know up to code and working with breweries and things like that mm-hmm. you know before we make that jump i really really want to make sure that you know what we're doing is the best we can you know we'll always be tweaking but i want to make sure that you know it's it's really something that people have an experience with and, and really enjoy it gotcha yeah gotcha that's cool it's smart to do yeah yeah definitely right now you're people can just reach out to you on yeah, instagram yeah, we normally just have people you know we'll just post up on instagram and we'll just say hey we're doing a pop-up you know this week we, we try to be do like once a month we'll, we'll try and do them and we try to give a pretty you know do it pretty advanced and let everyone know um you know a little personal tidbit about my life is my wife just recently gave birth to our second son oh congratulations yeah thank you uh nice. he's, he's seven weeks old so um, it's it's been kind of crazy. It's been a little hectic. Uh, yeah, yeah we, we have two boys, uh, two and a half year old and a seven week old. Oh man, you uh, have your hands full. Yeah, so we're we're really trying to, uh, you know, make sure that we're, we're we're striking a good you know balance with family, uh, with my regular job, as well as kind of the passion that we have for barbecue as well. Yeah. So we're we're kind of in a zone where. What we're doing once a month, but we want to really start kicking it up, you know, and, and really try and, you know, get out to people and, yeah. uh, and stuff like that. Also, additionally, um, we, we, we sometimes people have reached out about doing private events as well. I've, I've done a couple weddings. Okay. Um, and I'm actually doing an event in Laguna, I think, in two weeks from now. So you'll probably see a couple Instagram photos about that one, maybe, or something yeah. on social media. Yeah, so you're just fine-tuning your craft before you jump into... Right, yeah, I think we just kind of want to find a little equilibrium within the household Yeah. <laughs> before we really, you know, jump into a whole entire <laughs> legit business with, you know, f- you know, f- the legality issues, forming, you know, a- an actual LLC, filing for taxes, you know, one more element yeah. and-, and chapter of your life that you're going to be working on. Yeah, yeah, and it's really cool that you have people now that you can lean on that are kind of going through that right now. Yeah. You know, I talked to Andrew and Michelle and, and, uh, and Danny and those guys all the time, and I know that they're currently in the that whole process exactly of figuring everything out yeah. and um they know a lot now yeah. you and, know? They, and they've been a great resource yeah like being able to reach out to them and which is what i love about barbecue is that you know it's not a competition it's just it's it's you know some people describe it as family you know it, mm-hmm. it's nothing but love it's you know everyone's willing to help out everyone and, yeah. and that's something that's great everyone has their own style but you know when it comes to like needing a helping hand you know it's like oh dude are you down on wood like can i spot you can like oh do you need a little bit of help with this oh this is what i'm doing um yeah like hang in there man like, it, it's great it's great yeah. having that support and having people really answer the questions that you simply can't find online yeah that only experience brings speaking of wood what, what wood are you using to cook you know i've been dabbling around like we originally thought like we want to be california authentic we need to let's use almond wood we've got plenty of that it's great you know 
but lo and behold, I've switched to white oak. And, yeah. and there's a reason why people use it in my opinion. It, like, mm-hmm. it just can't be beat. Like, it's it's great. I, I love it. I think it gives a great flavor, uh, you know, to, to the meat when, you, when you're, you know, running a clean fire. I really think it breaks down and gives, you know, a, a, a great profile to it. Yeah, yeah. And um, so right now, I imagine or you have a nine to fiver, right? I mean, yep. this is yep. not your main thing. Yeah. So what do you do? Uh, so currently right now, I work in supply chain operations. Uh, the more technical term is a demand planner. Uh, you know, I consist of, you know, trying to forecast and predict future trends within our company and make sure the product's getting here on time. We have enough when we need it, you know, and we're ending the season with as little as possible. I feel you, man. Yeah, I've been <laughs> I've been in sales for a long time. Yep. And uh, yeah, we we definitely need guys like you in our companies. <laughs> so you mentioned you have kiddos. Uh, so is it uh, is your wife involved in the business? What, um, she's got her hands full with the kids, yeah, right? She, yeah, she's got her hands pretty freaking full right now. Uh, especially with our, our two year, two and a half year old is just a spitfire like you'll see him occasionally at the pop-ups just running around saying hi to everyone tugging on their you know shirts asking for a hug so he he's a he's a pretty need to keep track of him yeah Um, make sure you know he's being safe especially around the you know the the firebox and everything but uh, she does she she does try and pitch in when she can um I, i don't mean to be biased but i'm pretty sure my wife makes the best cookies in the world Uh Um, You know, that's something that we thought would be a really great element to not just, you know, giving you just a bunch of meat and saying, here you go. We we wanted to compliment it. You know, we want to make sure because I personally always like to finish off with something sweet. Hey, I'm right there with you, Yeah, especially after eating all that salt and fat. So I think it's great to have. So uh, she loves to bake and we thought what better thing to do than Kara's cookies. You know, um, we try and make them once a week for, for friends, for family, just to keep our practice, keep elevating. But uh, they're, they're really something special. We love yeah. to sell them. And I hate to admit it, but they sell out faster than anything else we have. <laughs> I know, and she, we try not to make it a competition, but I can't help it and be always a little bit resentful when people ask, are there any more cookies? I'm like, well, we've got barbecue. <laughs> we've got barbecue. <laughs> Man, I need to get on that rotation for them cookies. Yeah, they're, they're, they're really something special. We really try and, and make it as elevated as possible. You yeah. know, we, we brown the butter. Um, you know, we add a couple other, you know, ingredients that we really think step it up. You know, we're trying to use really great source chocolate in different varieties. So you're getting different textures, different notes. It's not just, you know, a simple cookie that, you know, you're getting out of the grocery store. They're right. really something that, you know, that we try and take a lot of pride in just as much you know, as our barbecue. We don't yeah. want to, you know, spend hours on end, you know, making just great barbecue and then just serve, serve you guys like, you know, something crappy to end it on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's your favorite cookie that she makes? You know, our, our chocolate chip is just, it's yeah. so freaking hard to beat. The classic, man. Yeah. I love the classics. Yeah, even, well, well occasionally, she's she's like a chocolate chip purist, mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes I'll get her to, you know, make like a double chocolate peanut butter fudge. I mean, that's my weakness. Wow. So they're, uh, we'll do them occasionally. We'll sometimes do like an oatmeal cookie as well. Some people have requested that, but the go-to is always our chocolate chip, man. People that's just, awesome. they can't get enough of it. Yeah, well, I'll have to I'll have to make sure that uh, you guys are making some when I get out there. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. So earlier we were talking. You said that the ultimate goal is brick and mortar, uh-huh. and you're working towards that right now. 
but you're sharpening your skills, right? Yep. How close do you think you are? I mean, what you know? How far are we from? It's a good question. I mean, we're, we're or, in, or even or even pop ups at the yeah, breweries. Yeah, pop ups at the yeah. breweries. Yeah. I mean, we're in no rush, but I mean, we're hungry. Yeah, like, we we really want to do it. We just want to make sure that when we do it, we do it right. Right. You know, we don't want to you know have any issues that can cause you know like that can set us back. You know, but we're, we feel like we're we're getting pretty close. I feel like once we're kind of in a good rhythm with the kids and a good balance at the house you know and everything we're going to take it to the next level um and so i i think i'm hoping that by end of the year to maybe early 2020 we'll be in the full swing of things you know reaching out to the breweries um and and, you know having a big enough demand that you know yeah we'll be able to get it going and what's uh what's your what's your menu like now you know we kind of make it vary just depending on you know how much time I have or how many people I, I really rely on family and friends to kind of help me through you know service you know making sure that we have someone who's doing the cutting and you know when it's all kind of on your own you got a wife at home saying when are you gonna be home I've got two kids like yeah you know uh, so some some weekends it'll just be brisket I'll just say hey you know we got brisket I think our last pop-up we did uh, a couple weeks ago at the end of May I want to do something special just because we hadn't done it in a while so we put beef ribs on there we did some beef cheeks as well um, you know we pulled pork and ribs we kind of did across the board as well as a couple sides um, and of course the cookies yeah yeah so it, it can vary but I think our staples really are always going to be brisket um, as well as pork spare ribs mm-hmm. and then we'll always try and do like one side and of course the cookies gotcha yeah no no um, plans on any sausage you know we actually have been trying so the first time I made sausage I like did zero research into how to make it mm-hmm. and it was so bad and I was just like oh man what have I done <laughs> and so I took some of our extra brisket trimmings our last time around and uh, we made it and I gave it to everyone just kind of like we put it on like our Instagram was like five bucks and I was like you know what forget that like on the house like give us your feedback mm-hmm. so we get and people liked it and you know well I, I think that's something that we I'm, I'm trying to push towards and I'm trying I just want to make sure I get my recipes right mm-hmm. so you will occasionally see it when you come by it'll probably be for free yeah um, but uh, just because we want to make sure that while people are waiting in line or just kind of, you know, hanging out, that we're giving out samples, making sure that everyone's, you know, having a good time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, giving us honest feedback. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's uh, there's several people out here that are doing it. I mean, Andrew and Michelle, Dude, I, jalapeno cheddar. I see their stuff on Instagram, and I'm like, dude, I, I got to up my game. I got to get, like, that <laughs> stuff looks so good. The way that it... Yeah, yeah. They, they've really got it down, man. Danny just had a Frito pie, um, or uh, yeah, Frito pie sausage yeah. last weekend. Yeah. Had a nice little kick to it. So did Bart's. Bart's had yeah. a Frito yeah. pie one that was really good too. So you know, I mean, there's a there's a lot of things that you can that you can start incorporating into your um, into your barbecue in the future, which makes it just fun. You know, yeah, yeah you absolutely. Know, it's just something else for you to research and yep. and yeah, and, we're we're practicing when. I, one thing to highlight is I actually, when I was, you know, with uh, Dylan out in Austin, I asked him, I said, like, I know we're doing a brisket class, but like, do you have any tips about sausage, man? Mm-hmm. Like, I just butchered it. So he kind of walked me through the process and I really applied it in our last one. And it went a lot smoother, um, you know, and I, and I was pretty comfortable about it. But again, how am I gauging it? I really feel like I need to kind of get out there and try some of this really good stuff to mm-hmm. kind of set myself up against... Uh, you know, see what the bar is at. Yeah. Did you um? 
did you try any of the spots while you were in Austin? Any, uh... Yeah, yeah, it was, um, yeah, I was able to make it out to uh, Terry Black's. I mean, the first thing I did when I uh, when I got off the plane is I called um, I called Terry Black's to see what they had in, and then I called Valentina's. Nice. And Valentina was like, oh, we're out of brisket. And I was like, all right, well, another day. Yeah. Uh, so I made it out to Terry Black's. I actually saw Dylan work in the pit. I hung out with him for an hour or two, kind of walked me through the place. That was great. Um, and then I, I made it out to Valentina's. I had to, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean being you make What's up? We were talking about earlier that uh, breakfast is one of the things that you exactly. Did you get to make it out there for breakfast? Absolutely. <laughs> breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. It doesn't matter what order it's in. Breakfast for lunch, breakfast for dinner, breakfast for breakfast. I'm yeah. all about it. Uh, so it was great. Breakfast tacos were insane. Did you, did you get one of those real deal Holyfields? You know, I didn't. Yeah. But uh, I was pretty bummed about that. But fortunate enough for us here in Southern California, there are great flights out to Austin that you can make in a weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. we definitely have another trip in the works. So I'm excited to get back out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, ha- you also have um, Texas Monthly uh, Barbecue Fest coming up in November. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to be in th- I'm going to be there for sure. But uh, yeah. Two, two of my favorites, Valentina's and Terry Black's. Yeah. Those guys are killing it out yeah. there. So how can people find you yeah. on uh, social media? Yeah, the best way is, I mean, our Instagram is really the only, like, outlet that we're really using at the time. So at Boundary Barbecue, uh, you know, you'll just see a little white logo with a cow in our, in our name on it. Um, yeah, we're, we're pretty simple, pretty easy to find. Um, we're always, you know, open about what we're doing. Feel free to reach out, ask questions where we're going to be. Uh, we're try to respond as quick as possible. And, uh, you know, we're, we're all about, you know, helping grow the community. Yeah. When's your next uh, pop-up? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really hoping we can do one uh, this month, if not uh, July. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really hoping that we can get one on the books uh, or, you know, find the time to really do one maybe end of June or, you know, early to mid-July. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll do something around uh, uh, July 4th, of course, you know, Independence Day or something like that. Very cool, man. Well, for me, it's a pleasure, um, you know, seeing all of these these new folks. I mean, I moved to California and I didn't realize that I was going to be around such growth of, of barbecue out here in California. So it's really cool to see you kind of uh, in your infancy stage. But I know that uh, you got a lot of big things coming and a lot of big, big things planned. Yeah, well, thank you very much. And thank you for the time, you know, making it all the way out uh, out here down in Southern California. I know you're a busy man. You got places to be, so thank you. And thank you for giving us a platform to kind of share our message, share what we're about. We really appreciate it. You bet, brother. And we'll check back with you. Um, once you start doing your pop-ups, yeah, I, I can't wait, you know, at the breweries and, mm-hmm. you know, you start taking it to that next level. But I'm sure I'll hit your backyard before then. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, brother. Well, thanks again for uh, for joining us and wish you the best. Hey, thank you, dude. Appreciate right, it. Man. Thanks for tuning in to the I Crush Barbecue Show. Remember, if you like the show, please subscribe. Leave us a comment. And share with your friends. You can always find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at iCrushBBQShow. Or email us at iCrushBBQShow at gmail.com. Don't forget to tag us with your favorite picks. We'd love to see what you're crushing. Until next time, happy crushing. Happy crushing.